0: Welcome to the female CEO show biz bestie. I'm your business big sis, Courtney, a corporate dropout turned two times founder with a passion for helping women build businesses that support their dream lives, not businesses that run their lives. Let's face it. Being a woman is hard. Being an entrepreneur is hard, but you don't have to go on this journey alone. I'm here to have the real unfiltered conversations about business ownership as a woman that no one else is. Get ready to level up and let's dive in to today's episode. Hello, biz besties, female CEOs. Welcome back to this week's weekly, weekly? Oh, good. Good start, Court. Weekly recap episode where I am walking you through real time what is going on inside of my business because I'm really passionate about just pushing the curtain aside, dropping the veil on this highlight reel that is being so glamorized and is making entrepreneurship look so glitzy and glamorous and easy peasy all the time. And then it leads us all to end up like suffering in silence and feeling like failures or feeling like we aren't cut out for this. And that's not cool because you are. I think if you took that leap. If you had the guts to start your own business, you are cut out for this. And I just want you to know that you are not alone and that we are in this together. So I'm doing these every week. I'm thinking the new cadence is going to be the weekly recap episodes will come out on Monday because I can guarantee that I can do that consistently and then have the like new weekly episode. So either like the solo educational episode or the guest episode come out on Thursday because so when the show first started I was doing shows on Monday and Thursdays so I think that might be a better cadence because last week with the weekly recap I put the weekly recap episode out on Saturday and then the new episode launched on Monday and that just felt like a lot was going on in a really short period of time so you'll have to let me know your thoughts on that, but got some really great feedback on last week's weekly recap recap episode. I should have done some like voice exercises before I started this episode, apparently, Um, but I got some great feedback from you guys. So please keep letting me know your thoughts, what you want to hear, what does not interest you at all. But I really kind of want these episodes to be a bit more personal, to be more casual, help you kind of get to know me a little bit more, but also like really see those behind the scenes of my business because no one talks about this stuff. I feel like like we just see people's wins after they've happened. We don't hear about the failures. We never hear about people's failures and people are embarrassed by their failures and they want to keep those hidden and they want to hide those from the light. And I just feel like that's not serving to the community when it comes to like supporting female entrepreneurs. That's just not helping anyone. so. I'm here and this week you will be happy to know I actually wrote down like what I did this week daily so I can give you a reliable recap because last week I was just kind of flying by the seat of my pants and uh, I didn't remember a lot. Shout out to my ADHD brain. So hopefully this week's episode will be a bit more concise. This wasn't like a super exciting week, but obviously like not all of them are and sometimes no news is good news, but I'm going to walk you through this week because I did. I still learned some stuff um, and I'm It it was good. We're growing. We're learning. We got things going on. So we'll we'll start her off Monday. Monday morning, I wake up at 6 a.m. and I head to my 6.30 workout class at Pure Bar. I come home and I am so exhausted, like absolutely exhausted. I shower And I, you know, kind of get the dogs ready for the day, feed them, give Kona her medicine, all that good stuff. And I'm like, no, I am just absolutely exhausted. Like this is not something that coffee can fix. I'm going back to bed. And I went back to bed and slept for another hour and a half, I think. It was glorious, it was great. And I woke up and felt so much better, but I'm not a napper. And last week I was exhausted too but it was my period week. So I thought maybe it was just taking a, taking a toll on me, but I was so exhausted. And like, I, I'm not a person that naps mainly because I can't nap. Like I can never fall asleep. Like if I nap, I know I needed the sleep, but it's not something I do frequently. So I tried to nap multiple times last week and wasn't able to. And then On Monday, when I went back to bed, after I had already done like a full workout, I had already been up, I had showered and started to get ready and was just like, nope. Nope, this ain't happening today. (laughs) And so I was really glad that I could. It was an easy Monday for me. My calendar was pretty clear. I just had one content strategy call with a new client, which I was really excited about, but that wasn't until noon. So I had my morning to kind of do whatever I needed to do to make sure that I was going to be able to show up on that call and do a really great job because it's a new client that I'm kind of getting my foot in the door with that I'm really excited to work with. And I'm hoping that it grows into something bigger. So I wanted to be on my A game. And so back to bed, I went, but I kind of realized that I think I have been working out too hard and not sleeping enough. So I'm working with a hormone specialist on healing my hormones. My hormones are wackadoodle. Like they are, I have no idea what's going on. Um, They're like on all ends of the chart. I worked with a like gut health specialist earlier in the year because I was just having some issues that were that I couldn't explain, and just like chronic severe bloating, and found out I had parasites. Fun got some parasites in Tulum and (laughs) had those um cooking in me for like a year, a year over a year um before they were addressed. So that did some damage to my body. But I also quit birth control like a year ago, just just now over a year ago. Um, It was like last September. I quit birth control after the pill after being on it for like 10 plus years. So my body is just... It's been a year, 2023 has really been a year for my body, but it's good because I'm healing and I'm really excited and happy about that to get it all healed and get everything sorted out. But it has been a journey and it has been a long journey. so now once we got the parasites addressed, she recommended that I get my hormones tested. So I got my hormones tested and the results were everywhere. I mean, not good. So I start working with a hormone specialist and she tells me that she wants me to take my workouts down to 50% capacity. So like only work out, like, I mean, on a scale of zero to 100% effort, like work out at 50% and really just kind of focus on getting the blood flowing and moving your body, but not stressing your body. And then she said every week, bump it up like another 10 or 20% and just kind of keep track of how you feel. And so I was feeling good and I kind of kept moving it up and I really did, like I really cut back, which was really weird and uncomfortable for me because I'm very like regimented and going to my 6.30 a.m. workout class. And so I cut back and I allowed myself to sleep more and was just really trying to get in tune with my body and let my body heal. And I realized that last week was my first week, like really back in it, working out consistently at 100% at my 6.30 a.m. workouts. It was too much for my body. The workouts, like the recovery, it was too much, but also the lack of sleep. Because now I was waking up at 6 a.m. as opposed to like seven or eight and just losing that extra little bit of sleep I think really affected me. So I kind of like put this all together on Monday and was like, mm, okay, so I need to take a step back. So for the rest, or I guess Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I went on walks in the morning and I'm supposed to go on a fasted walk in the morning um, because that's what my hormone specialist wants me to do to help with my circadian rhythm, like go get sunlight, go on a walk, move my body first thing. And it's supposed to help with sleep. Um, And so I've been doing that, but I was like, well, if I'm not really working out, like let's go on a longer walk. And so I went on a longer walk and this is like, it's kind of my new obsession. Like I love starting my day like this. I did this Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and I'm calling it like a passive multitask walk because I'm walking, but the entire time I'm walking, I am on my phone. I am responding to emails. I'm responding to Slack messages. I'm responding to DMs. I'm responding to comments. I'm getting content for the day ready to go, whether that's like, Editing it in TikTok or on Instagram to like post a reel, um, creating the the cover um, if like I need a real cover or you know adding in the captions, the auto captions on a TikTok video, like whatever it is, like any of that little work that I would have to do, but I would just probably like sit on my couch and do it from my phone. That's how I'm starting my day, is just getting all of that knocked out and out of the way first thing in the morning while I'm walking. I love it. Like I get a good little workout in, like a good walk and I get some really productive work done and it just sets me up for a great start to the day and it starts me off really productive. Like I start work early cause I wake up and I take care of the dogs and then I get out the door and go on my walk and then I'll come home and kind of take a break. I will eat breakfast, I will shower, I'll get ready and then I'm back into work. But I love doing all things content first thing in the morning, while my brain is still fresh, I'm so much more creative in the mornings than I am in the afternoons. And I used to continually push content to like the end of the day. And then it wouldn't end up getting done because my brain wasn't working anymore. So I love approaching content fresh, first thing in the morning, like before I've scrolled through other people's content before people are messaging me and needing things from me. So I'm really, really excited about that. So that's how I worked out Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning. And I'm kind of obsessed with it. But I am sad because I'm recognizing that it's going to start getting cold here. I live in Kansas City. Um, Go Chiefs. I don't really care. But Chiefs, you know, that's where I live. (laughs) Uh, I genuinely do not give a shit about football. I'm sorry. Um, I don't really give a shit about sports at all. I heard someone say a long time ago that, uh, like, why would I sit around and watch someone live their dream and make millions when I'm not doing the same? And that hit so hard for me. I will, of course, like go to a sporting event. Super fun. I'll go to a bar with friends or go to a friend's house and watch a game. But I'm not the person who keeps up with a team. And I'm not the person who will watch every single game. And I'm absolutely not the person who will let the results of a game influence their mood. <laughs> that is not me. And I'm not sure if that is more just like a male thing or like it can just ruin a guy's day if his team loses, but I'm just not about that. So I'm not really a big sports girl. Um, I've been to one Chiefs game in my entire life. So, and I, and I, re- I really just don't, I don't like football. It's not my thing. Um, Uh, If I have to choose a sport, like my favorite sport to watch is hockey, is the NHL. I freaking love hockey. I was huge into hockey when I was in like high school, college, huge fan. And then I, you know, grew up and became an adult and didn't have cable anymore. So I kind of stopped paying attention and I started, you know, running a business and everything. Um, But yeah, so there's a sidebar on that. But I live in Kansas city. So like, it's starting to get cold and this week and like this weekend, it's getting cold. And so I know these morning walks, like I'm not, that's Kona, by the way, my deaf 14 year old dog. I I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. She's just here. She's just saying hi. Um, there's no stopping her (laughs) because she can't hear a dang thing. Um, but the mornings it's getting cold. And I know eventually like it's going to get to a point where like, I'm not going to be able to be on my phone and like have my hands out of my pockets. So I don't know how that's going to go. I have a walking pad that I don't use as much as I, you know, kind of expected to, because it's kind of hard to work and like type while walking, you know, I don't, if you have a walking pad, um, it's not quite as easy. (laughs) Um, or as simple as it, as it appeared or I thought it was going to be but so maybe I can kind of use my walking pad in the mornings which I think is probably what I'm going to do and just like get on my walking pad and still get that work done and move my body without having to go outside and face the elements so that way I can stay consistent with it so I also want to start running again I went th- like I used to run a lot and like when I was in corporate I would come home and I would go for a run. And that's how I would like get the angst out of me, like all of the anxious energy. I was the biggest like bundle of anxiety in corporate. It was horrible. And so I would come home and would just like have to go for a run to literally like get that energy out. And I don't feel that way anymore, but my body responded really well to it. and my dad has always been a runner, so I think I got that from him. Unfortunately, but I do think my body like likes that kind of cardio, um, even though maybe you know my mind, <laughs> my mind doesn't. Um, so I want to get back into running, but again, like it's getting cold, so this seems like a terrible time for me to get into that. But then part of me is like, do I just suck it up and push through? But the other part of me is thinking about like just there's a a new planet fitness went in like down the street. I think it's literally like 10 bucks a month. And if I would just like go and like run on the treadmill, but I've never been a treadmill runner. So I don't really know what I'm doing there, but I am switching up my workout routine. I think, um, I've been doing pure bar for over a year and a half now. Um, and I just think it's time for me to move on to something else. I like, the structure that a class provides me and like the accountability, like I have to get up, I have to get there six 30 We're starting. If I'm not there, they're charging me 20 bucks for not showing up. Like there's that level of accountability and I like the workouts, but I don't necessarily love the community. I'm a little, I'm a little on the younger side. Like most of it is moms. Um, a lot of like soccer moms. So yeah, shaking up my workout routine a little bit. Um, but I kind of want to start doing yoga too. Um, in my episode with Shira from, um, nightcap it, which has not come out yet, but it will later this month. And it's a really good episode. She was talking about how she loves going to hot yoga and I got heat stroke when Colin and I went to Las Vegas a couple of years ago in July, (laughs) LOL. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but I got heat stroke and I really like, I cannot handle, I cannot process heat the same anymore. Like I'm way more sensitive to heat, which I didn't know was a thing, but apparently it is. Um, and yeah, also that was really scary. when I got heat stroke in Vegas and some na- Colin hailed his first ever cab. <laughs> we were like on a side road off the strip and I'm like, I am not well. And we sat down in some shade and I just like, I could not, and I don't think we had water. We did not have water. We were just walking and, but we weren't on the strip to just like pop in somewhere. And I ended up getting heat stroke Um, and Colin hailed his first cab and it was, it was great. And he like does a f- UE in the middle of the street and comes and picks us up and he had his AC blasting and I was like oh my gosh you're my savior and we tipped him like an extra 20 bucks I was like just keep it cranked my dude <laughs> it was not good but he saved me anyways so I've always been scared of hot yoga um, but I was looking at yoga studios around me and the top rated one and it looks super cool and awesome is a hot yoga studio and I was like oh But it says that it's only it's heated to like 80 to 85 degrees. And I was like, oh, that's honestly not as hot as I expected it to be. I figured it would have been like 100 degrees or something. I kind of thought you were doing yoga in a sauna. But apparently that's not the case, um, at least at this studio. So I do think I might try that, which I'm actually very excited about. And just like, I don't know, maybe start doing like yoga and running. And I need to. Probably do some strength training too still. I don't know, but then my body is just so tired. Um, but yeah, that's also the thing I want to start running, but my body is like not able to handle a an intense workout right now. So I'm walking and doing like yoga and stretching right now. And honestly, it feels really great. Um, and I feel so much more in tune with my body this year, like since getting off of birth control, since healing my gut, now healing my hormones. I was talking with my mom about like this weird workout shift I'm going through. And she's like, you are more in tune with your body than anyone I know. And I was like, really? Like That's so cool. Um, But I, I I love it. And I feel like getting off of birth control and starting to get more in tune with my cycle too. I have become so much more self-aware of my body, but I feel like I can just like, I can like tell when my body like needs something or when it's asking me for something. So that's been a very cool Evolution this year, but yeah, trying to figure out what I want to do with my workouts right now. Um, but I still have like another month of my membership at Pure Bar, so for now, probably just walking and Pure Bar, and then we will reevaluate. We'll see, anyways. That was quite multiple tangents, anyways. Um So then I, back to Monday, so woke up, went back to sleep and then had my client strategy call all about content, which was awesome. It was so fun. Um, it was just an hour long zoom call where we just strategized content together. We talked all things, content, we created a new content um, like posting schedule for her that she felt good with. We gave her content pillars, like we gave her so much structure. So it was like on Monday, you type this post, of you post this type of content on Tuesday, you post this type of content Wednesday. So it's like super easy for her to follow. And we came up with a bunch of great stuff. And I really taught her about like hooks and storytelling and call to action. So she should be in a really great place. So I'm really excited about that. And then after that, I really I still like I did not have a lot of energy to do much, um, even after my nap and video calls really burned me out, too. And so I was like, I'm just going to I'm just going to call it quits early. Like, I just have a few little things I need to wrap up, do some social posts and I'll be good to go. And I had so little energy, all of that, which was supposed to be done by like three or four I didn't finish until like six and it was all just like, it just was not good. And I really have learned that like when I'm not in that energy, I literally just have to stop. I have to walk away because the work that I'm going to do is not going to be good. And it's going to take me so much longer than it should, but it felt so wrong. Like I didn't want to just step away. I was like, well, I can just like, I just have to get a couple things out. I just have to do a couple things and I will be good. And I, I did them, but it took a really long time. So that has been interesting for me to learn too. And that was an instance where like, I knew better, but I didn't do better. And I should have, because Monday was kind of just like a total wash But the fact that I had that client strategy call didn't make me – I guess technically it wasn't a client strategy call. It was, like, an intensive call. Um, So it was, like, a one-time, like, you have to pay for the call kind of thing. So I didn't feel as bad about checking out because I was, like, nah, like, I made money this morning on that call. Like, I'm good. But – then Tuesday, my morning walk, it was amazing. Then had the lounge Q and A call, which was awesome this month. We talked so much about like difficult conversations with clients and kind of how to navigate those and outsourcing and like onboarding your team and managing them. And I just, I have to share this with you. So one of my clients, she came into the lounge, the Level Up Lounge, it's my membership. Um, feeling super overwhelmed. She's a social media manager. She was so overwhelmed, so overworked. She had so much on her plate. And I was like, girlfriend, it is time to outsource. These are all warning signs that indicate that you need to outsource. So she used my hiring process that was inside of the lounge. She used all of the like templates and everything, got an application up, scheduled three different calls, ended up hiring two people, And all of this happened in the matter of like two through two weeks, pretty much. And she comes on the Q&A call and I'm like, give me the update. How are things going? What's up? And she says, Courtney, I almost feel too relaxed. And I was like, yes, like that is it. That's what I want to freaking hear. That is the reality of outsourcing too. like you go from feeling like you are drowning to being like, Whoa, because so much work gets taken off your plate. If you do it right, if you do it intentionally, if you follow my method, oh, and it is amazing. It is absolutely amazing. You can literally change your life in the matter of two weeks by hiring someone and just digging yourself out of the hole that you have buried yourself in with work. It is absolutely amazing. And then on Tuesday, I had a sales call as well that went really well. Um, And then I had a new client who was like getting ready to sign, but they were fighting me on the contract. So I just kind of had to navigate that. And they were asking for some changes to be made, some of which I accepted and others I did not. Ladies, hold your ground. Some of them I were like, okay, like this was a reasonable request. And some of them, too, like. I was like, okay, yes, I will accept this change, but because I am not going to accept this. So like, I kind of gave them leeway on the things that I, or I allowed them to make changes on the things that I had leeway with and the things that I was like, nope, non-negotiable, this is staying. They stayed, but by allowing them some flexibility and granting them some of their changes, Made it easier for me to hold my ground on the things that I needed to hold my ground on. So that all worked out. But if a client comes in and is like being weird about your contract, like it, sometimes you just need to walk away from those situations. Um, some people, I swear, like some people don't even read the contract and then some people go through it and read like every single freaking word, which like you're supposed to do. Please read your contracts before you sign them. But like some people just give zero shits about a contract and other people get like so uptight about it. It's just interesting. But this person was a little uptight about it. um. So I wasn't entirely sure where that was going to go on Tuesday because I was like, okay, like I can like I'll, I'll make these changes for you, but like these, these are staying. And I, I sent that email off on Tuesday and wasn't really sure what was going to come because I was holding my ground on a couple of things. Um, but they did end up signing their contract later in the week. So we signed a new client in the agency, which was really exciting. Um, then I had another potential client that I was talking with who really wanted my phone number. And that is probably like my biggest client boundary is that I do not share my phone number with clients. This was a lesson that I had to learn the hard way with a bad client experience where they had my phone number. They did not respect the fact that I did not want them to call me or anything. And they just called me all the freaking time. And then would get upset when I didn't answer. And like, they would call and call and call and like, leave me messages. Like when I was In a meeting or doing other things and they just expected me to be at their beck and call and answer anytime and I tried to be like hey like we have slack for quick communication or hey like happy to hop on a call with you but can we get something scheduled on the books so it's on my calendar so I can make sure to be there for you because I'm busy throughout the day and they would not they did not care they wouldn't schedule a call they just wanted to be able to call me whenever they pleased and I ended up firing them as a client because it just did not work and they were older. And so I, at the it, the beginning, I gave them the benefit of the doubt, like, sure, like you, you're more comfortable doing business over the phone than like over Slack or something, because that's foreign to you. Like that's fine. Um, and so it, but it did not work out. So then this client was kind of the same thing. He was like, what's the best number to reach you at? And I was like, Hey, like you can go ahead and schedule a call for us at a time that works best for you. Like, here's the link. And he was like, yeah, I just don't really know when I'm going to be around this week. Can I just can you just give me your number so I can give you a call when I ha- when I'm free? And I was like, <laughs> so you're going to call me and I'm not going to answer It is like you're going to call me and it's not going to be on my calendar. You're going to call me and I'm going to be in the middle of something. You're going to call me and it's going to be 8 p.m. Like, mm, no. And so I just didn't continue pursuing that potential client. I was like, I just don't think I'm the best fit to support you. Like, I don't. I don't use my phone to communicate with clients. If you'd like to schedule a call, so it can be on my calendar, amazing. If I can help you out over email, I'm more than happy to. But if you want someone who you're going to be able to call whenever you want, like I'm not the I'm not the girl for you. And so I passed on a client this week just because I knew it was it was literally like I learned I learned my lesson from the last client. I knew this was just going to be a complete repeat of last time like he was older he wanted to do business on the phone he didn't have respect for my boundary that I don't do business over the phone and that I don't give my phone number out and that if I do like we have to have a scheduled call and so I was just like "Mm, nope um on Tuesday we've also been dealing with a client who's late on their payment and like is continually late on their payment So I'm not entirely sure how that's going to go, but that's getting really frustrating. And it's someone that I like and I understand the situation that's happening in their personal life that is causing this. So I'm really trying to give them grace. But like at the end of the day, like I still have a business to run and I have team members to pay with that money and it's making things a little difficult and it's getting kind of frustrating. So there you go. On that one, um but they did finally pay their invoice on Tuesday, but like with a late fee, and they already have another invoice that's outstanding. So I'm hoping they can get those taken care of to so we can all be in a better position. Otherwise, this will be a situation where probably if the situation doesn't improve within a couple of months, I'm gonna have to like pause their services indefinitely or let them go because it's just not conducive to running a business. And my poor OBM is having to follow up and remind them about the payments so many times and which costs me money (laughs) on the more work she does, the more I have to pay her. So it's frustrating. It's frustrating, but when you can be the client, when you can be the service provider who is understanding of your clients when they are having a human experience and when they have some shit going on that makes you so much more indisposable so much more invaluable because like you you treated them as a human when they needed to be and so I really try and give clients especially when we've been working together for a while some grace in those situations and really try to work with them because that's really how you create like those lifetime loyal clients who are like loyal to you. They're not going anywhere because you were really good to them when they needed it. So I do it when I can and I do it when it's appropriate and I do it when it's a client that I, that I know if it's like a brand new client, eh, sorry, I don't know about that one, but when it's a longer term client, I do think, it can be really beneficial of you to maybe like look the other way or break a couple of your like rules to help them out in the interest of your long-term partnership because shit happens, life happens. And if you can be the person that gives them grace in that situation, you become so invaluable to them. And then on Tuesday, I started Suits. Ah, It's so good. Oh, it's so good. That show has crack in it. Like immediately, I was like, I am so invested in this show. And I don't even know why. I literally don't know why. But I started Suits on Tuesday and I have been very much enjoying it. I needed like a TV show or something that I could watch in the background. Like, while I did some work in the evenings to make it feel a bit more like casual and I kind of needed something that didn't need like my full attention, but like, it I don't know. It's perfect. Suits is perfect. There are eight seasons. It's a complete show. It's a, um, I'm excited. So I love suits. I am obsessed with suits. There is crack in that show. If you have not started it, give it a try. If you have, let me know. Let's talk about it. <laughs> but so I started Suits on Tuesday. watched the first couple episodes, kind of got Colin hooked in a little bit. Um, so I've kind of been watching that in the evenings uh, during the week. And then I've indulged in that a bit this weekend as well. But that's fun because I haven't had like a show that I've watched in a while. So I'm all about that. Wednesday, Wednesday CEO day. So I had no calls scheduled. So I I slept in to like really let my body like get that rest and um, went on my walk. And then Wednesday was a content dedicated day. And so I batched a ton of TikToks. I kind of shifted my TikTok strategy to really just talk about all things like outsourcing, management, hiring, firing, um, because like that is really what people like me on TikTok for. So I'm kind of digging in deep to that because again, I feel like it's a conversation that people aren't having and it's something that's really second nature to me. So I'm excited to start talking more about that. And I'm kind of hoping maybe that will be the thing or like, that'll be my niche and um, that'll kind of help me take off on TikTok and like get a little bit more traction than I have. So I'm excited about that shift, but I'm filming content and I swear to you, I swear to God, Colin has this sixth sense of when I am filming content, he just comes home. He he comes home when I'm filming content. It literally doesn't fail. I'd filmed like three freaking videos after getting ready and like doing my makeup and putting on real clothes and three, four videos in, up goes the garage door. And I'm like, you have got to be freaking kidding me. It's like 1.30 in the afternoon and this dude is home. And that just is the nature of his job. Like sometimes he's done super early and comes home and it just so happens to, I swear to God, always be on content days. So I'm like this, is, and I don't, I don't want to like film. I don't know. I'm weird. I don't like filming content with other people around. Like I don't, I don't know. I feel like it just kind of inhibits me or I like kind of second guess what I'm talking about or I like don't feel like I'm just like talking to my audience through the camera. I don't know. I get weird about it. Um, And he's also kind of loud. And I filmed content with him like in the background before, but he was like playing a video game and talking to his friends and it was just really obnoxious in the background, I thought. So I was just like, ugh. I'm not ready to stop filming. Like I'm literally only four videos deep and I have a lot more to go. I really wanted to batch today. And you're done for the day. And I was like, you gonna go do anything? Gonna go do anything with your afternoon? (laughs) He was not. Um, So I was like, fuck it, whatever. Okay, fine. So I went and filmed content in my car which was not awesome. Um, so I just thought I would share that because that was not a glamorous situation at all. And I was like, whatever, we're making it work. I'm getting the content freaking filmed and I'm gonna do it in private like I like. So I just went and filmed in my car for a couple of hours, literally sat in my driveway in my car <laughs> and filmed content. My neighbors would think I was nuts if I didn't have super tinted windows they probably couldn't see me at all. I would love to know what my neighbors think that I do. I would absolutely freaking love to know. My car is always home during the day. Like like when I brought home my new car, I was like, I wonder what they think I do because I just brought home this like my dream car. I literally just brought home my dream car and I'm here all day, every day. Like I just really wonder what they think I do. And I highly doubt that, you know, being a like podcaster and two times founder is probably not on their radar of what they think I do. (laughs) My first guess is that they think daddy bought it for me probably. And then my second guess is probably that they think I do OnlyFans or something. (laughs) Maybe they think I'm an influencer. I don't know, but my car is always here during the day. So they know I work from home. I guess plenty of people work from home now, but I would just love to know what they think. Uh, That day I brought my car home. They were sitting on their porch, like sitting out front when I pulled in. And I was like, I would love to be a fly on that wall over there and hear what they're saying about me. Anyways, um, so yeah, I had to film my TikToks in my car, which was great, but we got it done. Um, and we got a lot of content batch, so it was good. It was productive. And we signed another new client on Wednesday, which was super exciting. Um, and then I chilled out Wednesday after or Wednesday evening, once I was done with work and just kind of hung out, um, maybe made dinner. I don't know, probably watched suits, definitely watch suits, um, and just kind of hung out and didn't work. Thursday I had a busy day like it was a booked and busy day. I had the CEO school class on management. It was all about like being a good boss and learning how to become the manager and be a good leader and how to cultivate team culture and like the what I have done to keep my team members around for so long. Three of the women that I work with on my team have been working with me for over two years now. And the other two women that I work with are both coming up on their like year anniversary. So I'm very intentional with how I work with my team that keeps them around for the long haul. And so I detailed all of that inside of CEO school, um, which is a program that I'm running inside of my membership, the Level Up Lounge. And if you are interested, you can join the Level Up Lounge with code female CEO, which is exclusive for podcast listeners and you can get a discount. So you can just go check that out. And the lounge is linked in the show notes. If you want to give it a little sneaky peek, but code female CEO to get a discount on joining the level up lounge, which comes with access to my program, CEO school that's running exclusively inside of there. That's all about like really stepping in to your CEO self. So the first month was focused all on like mindset, on energetics. The second month was all about outsourcing, everything you need to know about outsourcing, hiring, managing, and like firing, having tough conversations, all of that. And then as we wrap up, this last month is going to be focused all on like strategy, like business strategy, how to scale your business, the profitability, work-life balance, like social media, visibility, lead generation, sales. So it's going on for like another month and a half, I guess, actually, CEO school is. And then everything that we've already discussed is inside of the lounge, pre-recorded for you. And then we have a monthly Q&A call too. So it's like hot seat coaching. And then everyone inside of the lounge gets a 10% discount on any of my other coaching offers. So like one-on-one coaching intensives, um, boxer weeks, and like any future programs that I have coming out, wink, wink. Um, You get a discount being inside of the lounge, which is a total steal at only $79 a month. And there's some really exciting things coming in the new year too. Once we wrap up with CEO school that I am like, Ooh, oh my gosh, it's going to be incredible. Like my vision for the Level Up Lounge is really for it to be like your one-stop shop. Like I have had to work with so many different coaches and just like in different modalities to kind of get to where I am today. And like, you know, like a nutritionist, like trainers, um, business coaches, mindset coaches, money coaches, like all of the things. And I want everything to be like in one central hub for you. So you don't have to be in like five different memberships or working with three different coaches at once. So it's all about like stepping into your CEO energy and like making more money while working less. It's a vibe. Come join Code Female CEO. Anyways, then after that, I also I was supposed to have a sales call earlier in the day or not a sales call, a follow up call with a potential client, but she rescheduled it for next week. So that was kind of nice Um, because then I did have a sales call. Um, It was actually in the middle of the CEO school class, which I didn't know. Um, My calendar got messed up and I thought it was after the CEO school call. But then I'm on the CEO school call and I get a calendar notification that my call starts in one minute. And I'm like, oh, shoot gotta go. Like, I'll be back for part two. Uh, oops. So then I took the sales call, came back, wrapped up the CEO school call and then had a client strategy call talking all about Q4, which was a lot of fun. Like that was a really good client call. Um, getting to just kind of brainstorm together. And then I think Colin and I ran some errands on Thursday night and had dinner and just kind of hung out. Um, and then Friday I did another early morning workout at six 30 and was like, I'm going to go easy. Like, I'm not going to give a hundred percent in class. Like, it'll be fine. It wasn't fine. I should not have gone. It was way too tough. And it was, it was almost kind of hard to like, I feel like I probably went at like 80% but I needed to be going like 50%, but the stuff that we were doing, like unless I just sat there and did nothing, I was like, I don't know how to like make this a 50% move. So it just, it was too much for my body. And I could tell like in the, by the middle of class that it was too much and after class and during the day, I was like, I shouldn't have done that. That was too much. So I'm still trying to figure that all out. Um, but then it was Friday morning. So I went and had coffee with my mom. And then I came home, wrapped up a little work, responded to some messages on like Upwork and Fiverr. I wrapped up a Fiverr gig um, and got that delivered to the client. That's something I just kind of started was getting on Fiverr. I had never been on Fiverr. i had only used Upwork and just figured I would throw a couple of gigs up on Fiverr and have got a couple of jobs from that. Um, doing more like UGC stuff. So I'm kind of experimenting with that, um, but that was fun. So I wrapped that up and that was like my first like finalized gig. Um, and I have another one that's in progress right now. So that is definitely something new. And the money, I don't know, the money's kind of small, but like, I'm just kind of trying to grow right now. And at first I was like, I don't know, like 20 bucks for a job, probably not. But then I got another offer and another offer. And I was like, okay, wait, like 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Like this all adds up and this isn't hard work and they're sending me products. So I figured I'd give it a try. So we'll see. I'll kind of keep you updated with that. But I also really want to bring on like a UGC coach or expert onto the podcast. I tried to do that in the spring and wasn't able to so I'm trying again now for season two to get someone to come on and like really talk about UGC because you guys loved like loved that episode with Temple Cordum talking about how to become an influencer in 2023 and so I know like for all of you like social media managers virtual assistants like online business owners like the topic of UGC is very appealing and is like very possible for you to just kind of add on to the work that you're doing and so We're going to have a more in-depth conversation with an expert about that coming soon, hopefully. But it's something I am dabbling in, so I will keep you updated on all of that. Um, But then I wrapped that up and I went to lunch and Trader Joe's with my mom, um, which was fun. So we had ourselves a little Friday lunch date. I had an espresso martini. We had Italian food. It was delicious. Um, Some cops got called to the restaurant, which was really sketchy, but they were cute. So that was cool. (laughs) <laughs> we got lunch and a show and everything was, everything was okay. And the cops left. Um, but just like a weird, a weird situation that like someone reported something at the restaurant and I think it might've been domestic. Um, but I, I don't know. Um, but then we went to Trader Joe's and had ourselves a time. Um, um, the like the chocolate croissants in the frozen section are Colin and I's favorite. Also, the ice cream sandwiches that are in like with chocolate chip cookies, those are also our favorites. And um, there are these like peanut butter rice crispy treats that have a chocolate um on top. We love those too. Um, their spices are the best, their candles are the best, their body butter is the best. Um I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I got or that I should recommend to you from Trader Joe's. Their garlic salt is like my favorite thing ever. Um, That might've been it. Some stuff from the frozen food section for when I don't wanna actually have to cook dinner. That's great. I love having those things on hand when we like don't want to go out to eat or we don't want to door dash. We used to be the worst door dashers. Like we would door dash all the time and we really tried to like cut back on that, which we've done a really good job with. And the Trader Joe's frozen section has come in really clutch helping us not DoorDash, but you know, still, still eating dinner at home, but not having to like spend 30 minutes or an hour cooking. It takes like 10 minutes. It's great. Love you, Trader Joe. Um, and then we got back pretty late. I mean, like we came home, like maybe at like six, like we had ourselves a day when I tell you ladies. Um, so then I had to get all the groceries unpacked and then called and I hung out. Saturday, I meal prepped some breakfast stuff to have on hand, which has made my mornings amazing and just super easy and way quicker because I don't have to worry about making breakfast. I just pop something in the microwave. Did laundry, folded laundry, all well. sorry, hiccups while watching suits. Um, and then I finished my book. So I need a new book. I actually, I guess I started another one last night, but I'm only a couple chapters in and I don't know how I feel about it. And I don't remember what it's called. Oh, it's called Good For You. We'll see how it goes. Um, I started, someone recommended the Spanish Love Deception to me. So I started that one. And it was like so infuriating how long this book was. And I read on a Kindle, so like I can't see how big the book is, but it was the way the author described everything. Like she spent an entire paragraph talking about a text that came in, like literally like how it came in. She was like, I heard my phone vibrate. I flipped it over. It lit up and showed that I had a text from Danny. And it said, blah, 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 blah. And then it like shows her inner monologue of like what she was thinking about the text. And like, it was it was so ridiculous. Like I I was trying and I was trying and I was like, I'm gonna get to 20% and then I will decide if I wanna continue or not by the time I'm at 20%. And I was like, I am like four or five, maybe like six chapters in. No, the chapters were long. So I was probably like four chapters in. I was like, I'm four chapters in. I'm not enjoying this. And she just spent an entire freaking paragraph just like describing how, the incoming text like what it did to her phone like i'm i'm out i can't this isn't going to get better because i just kept getting so angry as i was reading i was like get to the point so yeah bummer so i just i need another i need another good book i actually think i might start a court of thorns and roses roses and thorns Acatar thorns and roses. Okay. (laughs) If you've read that yet, let me know. I haven't really dove into fantasy at all. So I've had that one on my Kindle for a long time and I just haven't opened it, but I think it might be time. I've read a few romance books. Um, just finished up a hockey romance book. Your girl loves hockey. I really do. Um, (laughs) so I'm kind of, I'm a little romanced out. So I think I might dive into Akatar. We will see, um, I think that might be fall, fun for fall, like get into a series and like really dive into it. But and then I have a bunch of books on hold with Libby, but it's like, it'll be another month until I am able to get them. So we will see, um, yeah. but the hockey series, it's by, it's L Kennedy, love her. If you want just like a cute, easy read, kind of smutty <laughs> um about hockey players and college the the off-campus series is my I think is better um but then she has another series which is what the book I was reading was in which was called off wait is called Briar You, which is like they're all in the same world and like the characters like super cross-pollinate in the books um so like as you there's they're standalone but like as you read all of the books you like they like pull in the different characters. So like in book one, they might talk about some characters. And then like in book two, it's their book. Like it's their love story kind of thing. So it's really, I think it's really cool. And I really liked that book. That was one of my favorite ones. It was called The Play by L. Kennedy. I've read seven of those books and there are only eight. So, <laughs> um, but they're, they're good ones um if you need any cute easy reads there those are like the books that always get me out of my reading slump if I don't know what to read or I haven't read in a while I just open up an L Kennedy book because I know it'll I'll get through it because they're kind of short or I guess they aren't like super long and they're just they're cute um they do the dual point of view so it's like one chapter's the girl one chapter's the guy so it keeps things fresh and the boys are super cute and sweet and uh they play hockey so it's great um so I finished that last night yeah I think I've just convinced myself that I'm gonna start a chord of thorns and roses roses and thorns what did I decide *Akatar*. thorns and roses all right (laughs) if you have no idea what I'm talking about you think I am insane and I apologize um and so today today is Sunday and that I'm recording this and I've just kind of done some work for the podcast behind the scenes stuff. And I've just chilled, you know, I've had suits on in the background. It's been a great time. And now I'm getting this recorded and getting it up and ready for you to listen to tomorrow morning. And that's that. Um, and I have a surprise on the way that will be delivered here in half an hour. Big surprise. Big, big changes happening in this house. Um, so I'll keep you updated on that. Um, but things are changing around here a little bit. And I'll tell you more next week. <laughs> so I will catch you later this week for the next episode of the Female CEO Show. Uh, it's a guest episode coming out on Thursday. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And then let me know your thoughts too on what you think about what the best cadence for the show is if you like the Monday, Thursday, weekly recap on Monday, new show on Thursday, or I could do the new shows on Mondays and then do the weekly recap on Thursdays, but you'd have to remember it's like from the week prior. So I don't know, because I feel like if I do a weekly recap, like midweek, I don't know, I don't know. And when my, I kind of like filming these like on the weekend because sometimes my weeks get busy and like a little out of hand. And I know that I can, you know, show up for one of these and sit down with you guys for a bit on the weekends. This is so crazy how long these weekly update episodes are. I really thought this was gonna be a 20 minute episode but here we are 50 minutes in. So if you're still with me, thanks, love ya. (laughs) (laughs) And again, you'll have to let me know if you guys are liking these episodes, Um, if this is fun, fun for you. I really kind of want it to feel like we're at happy hour, having coffee together, just chilling. But yeah, let me know if you like getting this inside look. This one was definitely a bit more like life than it was business. But we talked, we talked a little business, we talked a little business. So, okay, that's all. I will catch you later this week for the next episode of the Female CEO Show. And in the meantime, if you have any questions, the Ask Courtney link is linked in the show notes. So you can ask me questions anonymously that I will answer on my solo episodes, on these weekly recap episodes. Um, and if you aren't following the Female CEO Show on TikTok yet, you totally should because I'm having a lot of fun creating like content over there and just like doing things a bit differently. It's definitely more active than the Instagram too. So I'm having fun with it. Give us a follow, give us some support over there, but it's exciting because it's growing. So also if you are new, if you're new to the female CEO show world and you found me on TikTok, hello, welcome. I'm so excited that you are here. TikTok is so freaking cool. Honestly, like it's super cool how much that little account has grown just in like two weeks of me posting and the algorithm finding the right people and the right people coming and finding the show. So I am so happy that you are here and part of this community now. Welcome. And I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for hanging with me. Love you. Bye bestie.